Taylor got your song stolen. Taylor Taylor got your song stolen by your daddy. That's not true. No. It's terrible. You, you've kind of gone into this yarling. Sorry, let me change it up. Um, thing. Don't get your songs stolen by your daddy. Don't get your dog songs. Dog. Don't get your dog songs stolen by your daddy. I don't know. It wasn't stolen by your dad. Yeah. Um, but Scooter we'll talk Braun about is it. Not her dad. <laughs> <laughs> that, her that would be so fucked up if it was, but it's not. Oh man. You thought her dad took them and just like ran off? Wasn't isn't Taylor Swift's dad like her producer or her manager or something? Hello and welcome to Death by Music <laughs> Podcast. The mini episode. Happy Monday. We got this story on Taylor Swift, so I don't we'll get we'll we have to read it and find out. Her dad was involved. He was like a shareholder in whatever company, but I thought you were gonna say think. a sheriff. Oh, he's like on the label or something. Shall we begin? Absolutely. Yes. Introduce okay. yourself. I'm Drew. I'm Hi. Alex. I'm Cassie. We are Death by Music Podcast. Podcast. Oh, you missed it. I was going to say that we should do it all at the same time. And then I was like, wait, it's happening without me. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't take Uh, the anticipation. It's okay. It is okay. What's not okay is getting your music stolen from you and having to re-record everything. So we're going to go into that today about Taylor Swift. Yes. This is a topic that we were discussing off of the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and we had no idea what was actually going on. So we decided to do... A, a little mini episode covering why Taylor Swift is re-recording all of her previous albums um, and, and how she how it came to be that she did not own her music in the first place. It's probably a shitty contract, but... Obviously. Yes, it is. Terrible so, contract. Um, we're going to let Drew get into this. This information all came from Wikipedia because wow. I was trying to pull... Yes, wow. I was trying to pull information from different websites, but they were... The articles were either old or more recent and they didn't explain everything front to back so yeah, i was like possibly not bait. accurate go okay. ahead drew so in june 2019 the masters to the first six studio albums by taylor swift were acquired by talent manager scooter braun as part of his acquisition of big machine records that was her label until 2019 yes wow. swift said she had been trying to buy the masters for years but that big machine had offered unfavorable conditions she condemned Braun's purchase. Although she attempted to make peace, she denounced him saying, quote, for years I asked, pleaded for a chance to own my own work. Instead, I was given the opportunity to sign back up to two big machines records and earn one album back at a time. One for every new one I turned in. Ew. Yeah. What the hell? Like that doesn't, that's not a fair trade. Quote, I learned that Scooter Braun's purchase of my master's as it was announced to the world. All I could think about was the incessant manipulative bullying I've received at his hands for years. And that was uh, quoted by Taylor on Tumblr, June 30th, 2019. Wow, she still uses Tumblr. You got to be on all the social medias if you're Taylor Swift. You her, her listeners are definitely Tumblr users. Yeah. So it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> but yeah, basically um, the deal that they had worked out and it, it does go a little bit further into it once we get deeper into this article, but she would basically be in debt to the company still because she would get, you know, the first album back and then they would own the one that she created to get that one back. So she would just always have them owning some of her music. It's a never ending cycle. Yeah, it's never ending. You're just replacing 
Yeah. You want to own this one? You got to put out a new one. Oh, that one does really and good. And you can't oh, own that we'll one until you put good. out another one. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's stupid. So. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, a master is the first record of an audio recording, which uh, you know copies are made from sales and distribution. The owner of the master therefore owns all copies, such as digital versions for download or on streaming platforms. Uh, or physical versions available on CD and vinyl records. Anyone who wishes to reproduce a record must ask permission from the master owner. Before the emergence of digital music platforms, musicians relied on record labels to promote their music, such as airplay or physical distributions to retailers. These labels would typically require artists to sign record deals, which would give them rights to their masters in perpetuity yes so this is kind of what i was talking about before um that she signed a 13-year record deal with big machine records and in that time she put out six albums so this kind of i think this is what happened with was it prince what her label did is she signed a 13-year record deal they gave her a shitload of money and then they basically owned all of the the masters from 2006 to 2017, she released six studio albums with Big Machine. That was Taylor Swift, Fearless, Speak Now, Red, 1989, and Reputation. Um, in November of 2018, that contract expired. Yeah, and at that time, Swift signed a new contract with Universal Music Group record label Republic Records. Variety reported that to that point, Swift's catalog constituted around 80% of Big Machine's revenue. So they're mm. just using her. She's like... Yeah. Their money, their, their yeah. bank, pretty much. That's why yeah. I want to keep her there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Swift revealed uh, an element as part of her Republic Records contract, which affected all artists under Universal. Any sale of the company's shares in Spotify, which is the largest on-demand music stream platform there is, uh, resulted in equity for all Universal artists. I the, remember when that happened. Yeah. Like, so what does that mean? So because I don't. Basically, she will still get revenue from the song that's played on Spotify regardless if the masters are owned by someone oh, else. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Also, like the big labels can thank, uh, can thank Spotify for saving their career, like yeah, their lives. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. when, when Spotify saw labels tanking, he allowed universal group and sony and some of these monster labels to invest in them and wow. they actually okay, bought so shares in spotify so now universal they were saved pretty much because they were ignoring the streaming thing and they got this opportunity and now they're like it. super yeah. rich because of it but the contract with republic records also allowed swift to fully own the masters to albums distributed by them starting with her 2019 album lover i like her music I'm Me too. Lie. I love her. I like She's Reputation. Great. I like the Bad Girl oh, record. Oh, absolutely. Sick. Mm -hmm. So in 2019, Big Machine Records, which released Swift's first six studio albums, was acquired, reportedly for $300 million by talent manager and businessman Scooter Braun and his company, Ithaca Holdings. As part of the acquisition, ownership of the masters to Swift's first six studio albums transferred to Braun. Mm. These people are just like wealth management people that are like, just I'm going to buy your shit. Yeah. And yeah. Th so um, the guy who owned Big Machine before was this other guy, uh, Borchetta, and he's about to come. So in uh, November 2019, Swift accused Braun and Borchetta of blocking her from performing her older songs at the American Music Awards in 2019 and from using older material for her 2020 documentary, Miss Americana. 
Which is like, how can you tell someone to not do that? Yeah, she wasn't allowed to use her own like older music. So that she what wrote. she wanted to perform, I remember that at the American Music Awards, she wasn't allowed to. She had to only she could only use new material. Which is I mean, stupid. As an artist, though, wouldn't you want to promote the new material? I know that people are yeah. there to see your old stuff, well, but you, if you have a new album coming out, you, you know, usually at these awards shows, they perform like medleys and shit, yeah. you know, with all your greatest hits. And so obviously that would include songs like Love Story that she had way, way, way back when, and she wasn't allowed to use any of that. Right. So stupid. But as a songwriter, wouldn't you have the authority to say, well, I wrote the words yeah. and I have. You would think until you, know, you sign that they, contract. They owned it. She sold all creative rights. So she had to, to have permission from them to perform her own songs. And that's why it's right. fucked up because she didn't know that this was how it was going to be. And it's not, they shouldn't have done that anyways. I mean, it's stupid. Right. Yeah. So like, Big Machine Records initially rejected Swift's claim. Later, they issued a statement saying that they had, quote, agreed to grant all licenses of their artists' performances to stream post show and for rebroadcast on mutually approved platforms the statement did not mention swift at all okay so i guess that's why she wasn't allowed to perform it because if they put this out as like something that can be streamed on netflix then she didn't have the rights for that like maybe you can perform it live but you can't record it yeah like there's a stipulation in the contract yeah obviously she was opposed to these people buying her masters she didn't even know about it until you know everybody else found out it's a terrible thing to hear on the news mm -hmm. but the publications highlighted swift's public opposition to the acquisition of her masters as trailblazing uh, while the issue of master ownership and the conflicts between record labels artists such as prince the beatles janet jackson and def leppard have been prevalent <laughs> swift was one of the few to make it public so she's doing the good work for all these poor musicians that are getting annihilated by record labels. Yeah. Yeah. She, she spoke up about it, which is really cool. She's also done a lot of work for on Spotify too, because mm -hmm. you get like, I don't, I don't remember. It's like 0.004% of a penny or some shit, you know, for an artist per stream. Oh, she yeah. like knocked that up. So they got more. I mean, it she's still fighting. sucks. She's fighting for like artists rights and shit. So yeah, she's making it public. She's not afraid to talk about it. So go girl, go <laughs> do it girl. Yes. Okay, so Rolling Stones described the Masters dispute as one of the 50 most important moments in the music industry in the 2010s decade. While Braun, while Braun and Porchetta Borchetta. vehemently... <laughs> borscht. Borscht. While Braun and Borch... Borchetta... <laughs> Borch! I'm not going to say it again. Okay. Okay. While Braun and Borchetta vehemently, vehemently contest... The actual facts of the situation may not matter as Swift is using every tool she's got, including pleading directly to a zealous fan base to help and to establish herself as a self-made artist who calls her own shots. According to The Guardian, Swift's master's dispute hinted at a change in the digital music era where artists are more informed of their ownership and would not rely on record labels for marketing as heavily as in the past. Variety wrote that Swift's Highly publicized move to re-record her back catalog would inspire other artists to further deputize or weaponize fans in their own business disputes, unlike the comparatively less successful attempts by contemporary artists who own their own music. Mm -hmm. So like we said, she chose to regain control by re-recording all of her first six albums. Um, the masters were sold she said that Braun offered her a chance at bidding on her masters, 
The condition was that she had to sign a non-disclosure agreement regarding her public statements on Braun. And she was like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Don't think so. She also declined an offer by Shamrock to become an equity partner on the grounds that Braun and Ithaca Holdings would continue to financially profit from her work. Why would she want that? Because it's easier to not fight them because they're still going to get a portion of that album. Well, here's here's she what she's cut all ties altogether. Here's what she's doing. She announced on August in August 2019 that she would re-record her first six albums as a means to fully own her own music and distribute them for commercial purposes. And she went to her fans who were all diehard, and she was like, "Hey, don't listen to the original ones. Right. Listen to this re-recorded album. So it's now called. She came out with Fearless, and it's called Taylor's version." And that ended up kicking her first album, Fearless, that they own off of the charts. It was charting at number 157 on the Billboard 200 chart before her version, her new version, came out, after which the original recording dropped 19% in sales and fell off the chart completely. The re-recording rose to number one. So her fans are coming through and they know what's going on with her and they're like, we're not going to listen to this anymore. And now you get 100% of the profit for your new re-recorded album and fuck those guys. Yeah. I still don't understand the legality of how she can do that by changing how it sounds ever so They slightly. own the master recording of the first so one. It she's matter. creating her own new master right. recording, and she can do that because she's a songwriter. They, they own, own that tape. Right. And she's just making a new tape. Okay. Yeah, she's well, making new masters. That's less complicated than I actually thought it was. I thought it was more complex, too. Yeah. It's weird to me that you could just own those physical copies. Yeah, why well, didn't it take her that long to do it then? But what's weird is that they could also, they were also telling her what she could and couldn't perform live. You know, like, I guess that's probably more of a label stipulation. But yeah, I don't know. Needless to say, what a what a win. I mean, she found a way around it. So yeah. that's cool. I mean, her fans are going to be there to back her up no matter what. And I like uh, she kind of did the thing like Prince. He's like, oh, yeah, I can't do that. Well, I'm going to find a loophole. And she did. Yeah. yeah. Music's been around for so long. but And there's still, you know, there's a lot of lawsuits of using sampling when it wasn't authorized mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But this is something that nobody thought of. Yeah. yeah. And it took this long for that to happen. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of crazy. I think the reason why she can do it is because she has full songwriting credits or whatever. Right. So she's, they're her songs, but right. she doesn't own those recordings. That makes sense. So now she just make new ones. And it's it, wild that someone right. else made $300 million off of those. Yeah, that's But now what's up. cool is the value of that, um, shooting investment down. it wasn't worth it for that person to buy yeah, yeah it's because he thought of, he was like Shit, you yeah know? that was 80 percent of that whole company and yeah. now, now he's not going to sell it for anything more than that for no sure way. he was like oh yeah, yeah but gonna who's going to want profit. it when she's making other people you know all of her fans listen to the new ones yeah exactly. he's gonna want the old stuff yeah he just shot it doesn't have any value it. anymore well uh, just be fair like why why is it so hard to, for record labels to be fair greedy. to bands and musicians like but like spotify even in all of these ways music is like musicians and bands are constantly shot on with their rights to their own material that they yeah. create. We it's should discuss Scooter Braun in general because there are so many people that say he's problematic, but Demi Lovato, like straight out of mm-hmm. her she issue. She defended is, him. Yeah. She, well, she's on his label. Well, so maybe that's why then. <laughs> well, do you think wanna, that's the only reason? I don't know. I mean, you wouldn't want to talk shit about the guy that pays your bills or whatever. Here's the thing. Like we need people like Scooter Braun in the music world when it comes to having someone promote you and when you need that fundage to get started and you want to even if he's a shit human 
I mean, you, well, you need people like him in, in the industry. But that have money. Why yes. do people like him have to be so greedy and feel like they're entitled to this much? You know, because it's like they have you're, that much money. Exactly. They have that control and it's fucked up. Because rich people are dicks. <laughs> okay. Well, Anyways, that was another mini-sode from... Bill uh, Gates is single now. I saw that. He he uh, he DM'd you. Didn't they have... No, didn't he did they? not. <laughs> didn't Guys, they I was have... Like, really? I was like, oh my God, that would make so much sense. Bye, Drew. Fucking watch your step, Billy. You better not. <laughs> DM someone else, Billy. <laughs> Gross. Well, um, hey, do we have an update on shirts? Uh, they are coming. Yeah, they're coming. Is it coming t-shirts? We'll do that before come on, we come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes, all of our t-shirts will have just a little, a little bit, bit of, of cum. cum on there. Just like the new Nikes that have a little bit of human blood, but our shirts come with a little bit of blood cum. Blood cum. <laughs> just a little bit of cum. <laughs> all right. Well, if you want to stay up to date with any sort of merchandise stuff that we're working on, then make sure that you follow us on Facebook. Search for Death by Podcast Team actually do that on all of your social media platforms i kind of gave up on twitter because i'm not good at it but we have a twitter so if you do that too tell us what kind of merchandise you want to give us some ideas you want some like i don't know coffee cups trucker hats maybe like weird condoms uh, condoms Condoms. possibly um wait hold on if somebody like uses one of our condoms and then they have a kid is that our kid no because if that's the case like i don't want to your kids can listen to this it's a valid case in court on did you see my notes in the freddie podcast no we'll we'll get we'll get we'll get there getting there go listen to the freddie mercury podcast well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on social media and stuff. And don't forget to rest in peace. Also says they're in tempers. Mate. Later. Nerd. That's the sound of Alex getting up. From kickboxing class. She has a huge ass. Music by Demons, at Demons Band on Instagram. Graphic arts by Mike Johnson. Writing by Alex Motler and Cassie Gardner. With assistance from Drew Orton.